Well, as Aaron said, we're going to be celebrating baptism here in just a few minutes, and uh, we're really excited about that. I love starting the year off with baptism because it just refocuses us to what Jesus said when he said, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them. And uh, so we're excited to be able to do that. And um, if you are interested in baptism, by the way, uh, we will be doing baptism again, uh, probably around April or May. Uh, a lot of times it's fun to do baptism on Easter Sunday, so we might be looking at that. But we have a couple people already that are wanting to be baptized and uh, couldn't do it this week. So we're looking at doing that again here in a couple months. So if you are interested in baptism, if you've never been baptized before, uh, let me encourage you to think about it. Uh, it's something that Jesus said that we should do. Um, it's something that you see the new believers in the, the New Testament uh, that's one of the first steps they take in following Jesus. So uh, let me just encourage you, if you've never been baptized, think about it. Um, and we'd love to get you in in April or May. Um, but I, I do want to say again, Happy New Year. Uh, we are excited about this new year. I'm super excited about this new year. I, I really feel like God has a direction for us and, and a, a challenge for us this coming year as a church um, to just dig deep into who he is and who he's called us as the church to be. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And it's funny, I was thinking about this this week because of New Year's and New Year's Eve. It's funny how, you know, nothing really changes from, you know, 1159 December 31st, 2019 to 60 seconds later when it's January 1st, 2020. Um, I still have to get used to that 20 part. Um, we're in the roaring 20s now. Um, you, you know, it's, it's not that much different. It's 60 seconds. Things don't change really that much. But usually at the beginning of the year, we have this, it's like that 60 seconds happens, the ball hits the bottom, the lights blow up and, and all that. And we have this, this new sense of hope, this new sense of like this year, maybe it'll be better somehow. Um, and I, I, am, I know at least for my family, well, we have a lot of hopes for, uh, and we've really been praying that 2020 will, will be a, a better year. 2019, for our family, was probably the hardest year our family has ever had to go through um, as a family. And I, and I, don't, I don't know how many of you actually know, um, the girls uh, at the end of the year went back to live with their grandparents, so they're no longer living with us. Um, they're living with their, their grandparents. They're not living with any, us anymore. And that was a, a heartbreaking decision for us, um, but, uh, but it, was, it, it was something that we came to after a lot of fasting and prayer, um, and ultimately it was a season that just had to end, um, and we were sort of sad that season ended, but we're also hopeful for the new season that God has us in 
for that. But for our family, it just felt like 2019 was a year where we went, went just went from emergency to emergency, from heartbreak to heartbreak. Um, and so we're really praying for peace for our family in 2020. Um, and actually, we're 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 hopefully starting that at the end of end, end of the week. Uh, we're going away on. We're going to spend a week of vacation. Uh, we got invited by some friends down to Florida next week, um, and we're going to go. And they offered to pay for a couple days at Disney for our family, and so that was something that we couldn't say no to. Um, and so. So we're going to go spend a week down in, in Florida, and they also have a boat, and they're going to take us swimming with manatees and stuff like that. So uh, Bethany is really excited about. Um, but we're going to just take that week and kind of reconnect just the five of us again and uh, spend some time as a family and just sort of start the new year uh, having gone through loss and, and just spend some time together. So we won't be here next week. We'll be on the road. Um, and then depending on how traveling goes, we might be back the week after that for maybe the 11 o'clock service, depending on how traveling goes. But I wouldn't hold out much hope. Um, but John will be, will be preaching, and uh, he's, he's already been planning that, and he's going to be a great job. And uh, so anyway... Uh, but how many of you, 2019 was a tough year? Yeah, 2019. Like, I, I remember thinking, like, as the, the countdown was going, like, I am so glad to say farewell. 2019, may you never come back around again. Um, yeah, 2019. I know some of you, how many of you were, uh, 2019 was a good year for you, a good year for your family. You're, ha- you're kind of sad to see. Yeah. I mean, I, don't be afraid to say it like, uh, uh, yeah, 2000, it's not like you're, you're not going to jinx yourself. Uh, it got, I don't think God works that way. And I, and if you're afraid of jinxes that you said it in church, so you're okay. But, uh, yeah, maybe, um, but and some of you, I know this, some of you already know that 2020 is going to be a difficult year for you. Uh, you know something's coming this year, and it's going to be, be a, a rough year. It, it, it'll have some good times. It'll have some, some great times of loving and laughing, but it's going to be a tough year. Maybe you know you're going to lose someone uh, who's, who's in your family who's older or sick. Maybe you know that your job situation is going to change. Maybe you know that your last kid is going off to college and you're going to be empty nest. Or I don't know. Maybe that that's a good thing for you. I don't know. Uh, maybe you have some kind of other difficult situation on the horizon. Uh, so some of you are, are in that boat. How many of you have a significant prayer request in 2020 already? Just looking ahead. Yeah. Um, and if if that's you, you're not alone. Just remember, you have all of these people sitting around you. Um, so please keep us updated. Let us know when you're going through things. Let us know when you need prayer. Um, we want to walk through that with you. We want to pray through all of that with you. We want to be there for you. So I know 2019, maybe it's great. Maybe it wasn't so great. 2020, maybe you are afraid of what it's going to look like. Maybe you're hopeful for what it's going to look like. Um, and, uh, but I'm, I'm holding out hope for 2020. 
I've got a, a good feeling about this year, and Lord willing, it's going to be a peaceful year for us. And, you know, I'm sure we'll all have challenges, but I, I'm holding out hope that, that God's got something good on the horizon. This year, um, as a church, we're really going to push into what it means to be the church, to truly live out what the Bible says that we should be doing as his bride, the church. We're going to really dig in to the early church in the New Testament and how they lived out being the church and look at some of their victories and look at some of their failures and really begin to work at being transformed into Christ's church. Really digging into when it says in Acts 2, 42 through 47, that they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and prayer. Everyone was filled at awe, with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Because you find the, the starting point for what the church is supposed to be there. That's not maybe where the church ultimately ends up, where, what God ultimately wants the church to look like. But when you look at the basis for what the church is supposed to be, that's where you find it. So we're going to move forward into the direction that God is leading us and it's going to take work, and it's going to take steps of faith on all of our part, and we're going to have to grow closer together. But this year, we have to step further into being who God is leading us to be as Antioch Alliance Church, because the way that God is moving in this new decade, the, the way that, that things are going to change in 2020s, I think as a culture, as a country, it's going to be huge. And we have to be able to change along with that, to, to change to become the church that God wants us to be. And it's going to require us to all move closer to God and move forward. And it's going to take a lot of prayer. In fact, that's why we're dedicating this whole 21 days to prayer, it, we're, we're calling it 21 days of fasting and prayer, and we're going to talk about fasting, and we've been talking about fasting, but really, at, at the heart of it, it's 21 days of praying, 21 days of praying for the church, 21 days of praying for your family, 21 days of just spending time with Jesus. And that 21 days, it starts today, and it will end on the 25th with the potluck and prayer event. And, but we have to, we have to be going deeper in our life and our relationship with God this year. We have to allow ourselves to take some bigger steps of faith in, into bigger areas of faith. That, that's my, my hope and prayer for all of you is that this year you'll take steps of faith into places in God that you've never been before. We have to be in a place where we can hear God if we want to be able to go in the direction that God wants us to move. And that starts with prayer. That starts with us talking to God and thanking him for what he's given us and confessing our sins when we stumble and taking time to listen to him and, and create space in our life to listen and hear him speak. That's why uh, on the calendars, there's a day to kind of 
get rid of noise if you can, to, to just create some space once a week for you to be in a place where you're open to hearing God. And then, of course, asking God to provide for our needs. But that's where we have to start. We have to start with prayer. And we're, we're gonna be building things around that this year as we move forward. But I also wanna talk to you today for just a couple of minutes about fasting and maybe taking a step further into your relationship with God and for the next 21 days, doing a fast of some kind. But what is fasting? What, what exactly is fasting? Why do we do it? How do we do it? What good is it? And I, I want to talk to you a little bit about that. Uh, and I'll tell you, until about 13 years ago, uh, I'd never really fasted at all too much ever. Maybe like skipped a meal and then because I forgot to eat and then I thought, well, that, I fasted. Um, but I, I'd never really fasted too much until about 13 years ago. And, and at that point, I was about 20 years into my relationship with Jesus. And I hadn't ever really fasted. Um, so it, maybe you're 20 years into your relationship. Maybe you're 30, 40 years into your relationship with Jesus and you've never really fasted. Maybe you're only a year or two. But let me challenge you to fast because it, it took me a while. And I, I mean, I knew about fasting. I, I respected people that did it. I, I would hear about people fasting and I would think, oh, people really do that? Um, but it wasn't something that I had done and it wasn't something that, honestly, I had really cared to do because I liked food. And the idea of not eating food was uh, upsetting to me. Um, I didn't really understand what fasting was and, and why we were supposed to do it. So I'll, let me walk, I'll tell you just about a little bit of my journey. So the first time that I ever really truly fasted, Wyatt was in the hospital. It was actually almost 13 years ago to the day uh, that I, I started fasting. Um, Wyatt was about a week and a half old, and uh, he was a newborn baby. We hadn't moved here yet. 2007 was, was a, a big year for our family, but, but uh, we hadn't moved here yet. He was, he was, his birthday was December 26th, and uh, he was about a week old, and at that point, Bethany and I were laying in bed watching TV, and we had Wyatt sort of laying in between us, and I would look down, and I, w I was just watching him as a new parent does with their newborn baby. You just watch him do whatever they do, and uh, I would watch him, and he would breathe a little bit, and then he would stop breathing for 10, 15, 20 seconds, and then breathe some more, and then, but then he would stop again, and it kind of freaked me out, which should. Uh, and so I, I told Bethany about it and she was watching him and she said, I'm going to take him to, to the uh, hospital. And she ended up taking him to the hospital. He ended up with RSV, which for a newborn baby is a fairly serious thing. And uh, they decided to transfer him from Beaver Valley Medical Center, where I, in fact, Katie came and like visited uh, like the day he was born, I think. Um, but, but they, tra they transferred him from Beaver, Beaver Valley Medical Center, uh, down to Children's Hospital in Columbus, in, not, not Columbus, we hadn't lived here yet, in Pittsburgh, and, uh, 
So, I mean, that was just, it was just a scary time. Um, you know, little, like brand new baby with tubes in him, helping him breathe, and, and Bethany's riding in the ambulance uh, down into Pittsburgh. I'm following behind the ambulance. It, it, was, it was a typical, like, early January day. Uh, it was raining and about 37 degrees, and I'm following the ambulance. The ambulance kicks up a rock. It hits the windshield. And as I'm driving down the hill into Pittsburgh, the, the windshield starts spidering. And I'm, I'm praying like, Jesus, please don't let this just windshield cave in on me while it's raining on a day when I'm following an ambulance to take my son. It was just a bad day. It was a, it was a rough way to start 2007. Uh, it got, 2007 got better. I moved here. Um, not that Pittsburgh was bad. I love Pittsburgh. But, uh, but it was at that point when my, my kid's in the hospital, I'm driving with a shattered windshield, all of this, that I was like, God, I need you to intervene right now. I need you to do, I, I'm desperate for you to like move in a big way in my family. And, and so, uh, so I was like, I don't know what to do. I was afraid for my little boy's life a little bit. And, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to fast. I'm not going to eat anything until, until Wyatt comes home from the hospital. Um, and so I fasted and I prayed. And luckily he wasn't in children's hospital too much longer. Uh, and I, I didn't have to fast for very long. But that's where my fasting sort of life started. And uh, and so since then, it, it's been a journey for me of learning different ways to fast. Uh, sometimes I've done food fasts. Um, I, right now, I think my longest food fast that I've ever done was about 10 days uh, of, of not eating anything. Um, and that was tricky. Uh, I wouldn't maybe say jump right into that. Maybe just do like a couple of days. Um, Food fast, maybe 24-hour fast from like lunch to lunch, dinner to dinner, something like that. Um, earlier last year, uh, I did a 30-day a fast where all I did was take communion once a day, um, and it was a little bit bigger of communion. It was, it was a, you know, like a bagel and a glass of grape juice. Um, I did that once a day, uh, you know, and actually, I, I love that. I, I would sit, I would read the crucifixion passage, I'd pick one of the Gospels, maybe I'd listen to it, um, just kind of read through that, focus on Jesus, um, pray through that as I read it, and just take communion. That was cool. Um, you know, maybe that's something you think about. I really like that one. Uh, I, I fasted uh, a couple weeks back in December. I had a friend who was going through some stuff, and uh, so I did the communion fast for that one, and then uh, as I knew the girls were getting ready to like leave, I just did a full, um, complete fast for that. Um, so th there's just all kinds of things. But beyond just the food thing, um, you know, I've done fasts where I don't eat any sugary things for a, a while. I don't like that one very much. In fact, I'd almost rather just do a full, like, don't eat any food at all if I'm just, um, you know, uh, I've done pop fasts where where I you know you just don't drink any kind of pop. Uh, social media fasts where you know what I found that my attitude and life and general happiness gets better 
the longer I'm off social media. Um, so I'm not on there very much anymore because for a while I did a social media fast and was like, you know what, I just don't care. And, and I don't want this to be a part of it. And instead of going on social media, I'm just gonna pray for the people that I know are on social media. Um, not that, not that like you guys are in like, or me or anybody is, it's just instead of like going to check on your status, why don't I just pray for you? It probably makes a bigger difference in your life than me like liking your picture of your food. Um, you know, uh, let's, let's pray for each other. So maybe that, uh, fast from TV for a while, you know, just all kinds of different things. It's, but it, it's so easy for us to get caught up with thinking about our day and thinking about me for most of it. Thinking about me rather than thinking about God. And, you know, when you're missing something that's a normal part of your life, it, it kind of wakes you up to think, oh, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about me again. I'm thinking about, oh, you know, going to the fridge to get a snack. I'm thinking about me. Oh, I'm going to go, you know, watch TV to relax. Oh, I'm thinking about me. It just kind of helps you remember, oh, yeah, this isn't about me. This is, needs to be about God. You know, you hear that the church in America has become very consumeristic, that, that we that we're, you know, we come to church to listen to music we like, to listen to preaching we like, to make, and we make church kind of all about us, which sometimes we can do. And, but because we spend so much of our day and so much of our time consumed with us instead of God, we tend to live life thinking about us and we tend to live life without really pressing into God. We don't really push ourselves to know him deeper than we already do. And, and so our faith never becomes too deep. Think, think about anything that you've ever really wanted to accomplish of how you pushed yourself through that. Anytime you, you know, maybe it was in school where you push yourself to, to get that grade, or you were in sports and you pushed yourself to, to you know, be a, like a certain level of athleticism, or maybe you were in a play or something and you pushed yourself to make sure you learned all your lines, whatever it was. We're pretty good about when we want a certain thing to push ourselves, to, to make ourselves do things that maybe are beyond what we feel like we can do. But so often when it comes to Jesus, when it comes to uh, being in the word, when it comes to praying, when it comes to fasting, we, we kind of give ourselves a little bit of a break. So for this 21 days, we're just saying, what if we pushed ourselves a little bit and pushed ourselves and, and even this year kind of pressed into something a little bit deeper, a little bit harder. To, to fasting, it, it takes, it forces us to take our eyes off of ourselves to say, I'm to literally, I'm not going to consume whatever it is I'm fasting from. And instead, devote my time, energy, desire to Jesus. And allow him to be the one that sustains me. Allow him to be the one that's my focus. Because here's the thing. When we start focusing all of our time and our effort, which is really easy to do because that's how we live, on ourselves, and when we become sort of this consumeristic-driven people just in our personal life, when, when we all get together as a church, guess what church becomes? 
So, so it's literally taking some time to say, I'm not going to consume. I'm not going to be a consumer of food, or I'm not going to be a consumer of caffeine, or I'm not going to be a consumer of YouTube, whatever I'm not going to consume, because I want to just take some time to get my focus off of me and onto God. And you see Jesus talk about fasting. You see Jesus doing fasting in, in the 40 days that he was tempted in the wilderness. You see the disciples, they fasted. It, it was something that the early church did. And you find that, that fasting was an expected part of religious life. Jesus said, when you fast, not if you fast. Or if you're considering fasting, he says, Jesus says, when you fast. It, Jesus expected fasting to be a part of the believer's life. And fasting reminds us who we are. Fasting reminds us that we're weak. Fasting reminds us that we're dependent. It reminds us that we depend on someone else, that in some ways, we're still just kind of babies. That that if we don't have a grocery store, if we don't have food to feed us, if we don't have people to feed us, we still don't eat. We need, we, we're dependent on God to provide food, whether it's through the finances to go to the store or whether it's the ability for us to grow crops or whatever. We're dependent. It reminds us to pray that when you're going, oh yeah, I want to do that. Oh wait, I'm not doing that. It reminds you to pray. It reminds us that we need God to sustain us more than anything else. I know when, when I'm doing some kind of food fast and I'm getting hungry, I just pray like, God, I need, I need you to be the one that sustains me. I, I, there's all these other things that sustain me and I thank you for them, but I need you to be my sustenance right now. It's a way of showing God that we, we realize that it's not all about us. It's a constant reminder that life is about God, not about us. It's, a, it's about humility. And you see fasting in the Bible for different reasons. You see fasting when people are seeking help and guidance from God. Uh, you see it in Ezra. Uh, people were journeying to Jerusalem fasted to show their sincerity in asking God's for God's help. In Acts 14, you see Paul and Barnabas at times choosing to fast when appointing congregation elders. Um, you see fasting when focusing on God's purpose. In Luke 4, 1 and 2, after his baptism, Jesus fasted 40 days to prepare himself for doing God's will during his ministry. You see fasting uh, when demonstrating repentance over past sins. Uh, in Joel, uh, it, it's God through, through Joel, he, he tells the Israelite, God tells the Israelites, return to me with all your hearts with fasting and weeping and wailing. Uh, fasting was done on the day of atonement. The, the law that God gave to the nation of Israel included a command to fast. Fasting was appropriate on it because it reminded the Israelites that they were imperfect, that they needed God's forgiveness. So, most times when you think of fasting, you think of food, not fast food, but fasting from food. Most of the time you think food, but you, you can fast 
from anything that is important to your life. And something that might be important to your life might not be important to my life. Or maybe sometimes you need to fast from things that take your attention away from God. If Netflix takes your attention away from God, maybe consider fasting from Netflix. If, I don't know, playing Parcheesi takes your attention away from God, fast from Parcheesi. I don't even know what Parcheesi really is, except I know it sounds cheesy, and that makes me think of food. Um, But it's, 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 it can be anything. In, in the book of Daniel, Daniel fasts a certain way. And you'll hear people talk about it in Daniel fast. It says this. This is Daniel 1, uh, 12 through 15. Daniel says, please test your servants for 10 days. Give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. So if somebody's doing a, a Daniel fast, they're only doing water and vegetables, which, again, I think I would just rather just not eat anything. But that's me. But he, he, says, he says, give us nothing but vegetables to eat and water to drink. Then compare our appearance with that of young men who have eaten the royal food. Treat your servants accordance with what you see. And so the, the his overseer agreed to this and tested them for 10 days. At the end of 10 days, they looked healthier and better nourished than any of the young men who ate the royal food. So that, that's what Daniel did. He, he just did vegetables and water. So maybe fasting for you looks like it can look like a bunch of things. It can look like a communion fast. It can look like a sugar fast. It can look like a full, just a full food fast where maybe you just only drink fruit juice to kind of keep the sugar up and, and keep, uh, keep that going. Um, you know, maybe it's pop. Maybe it's video games. Maybe it's TV. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's, you know, you, you just only listen to Christian music for 21 days. Uh, maybe, you know, you want to remind yourself of, of the people that are less fortunate, even in America, and you turn the heat down a few degrees this month so that you remember that there are people that are cold out there, that are they're living in the cold this month. Not so cold that you're in danger, but just cold enough that it every once in a while wakes you up and think, you know what, God's blessed me with a warm room and, and, and pray. Maybe it's caffeine. Maybe it's books. One of the challenges that we're going to do later in this year is to challenge you to take a break from reading any other books except the Bible. It kind of goes back to what we talked about a few weeks ago. Why, why are we going to resources when we have the source? Um, so we're, we're, we're going to do that. And, and, and another thing, it's not about legalism. It's not about, like, I have to do this or God's going to be mad at me, or I have to do this or I'm a bad Christian. Sometimes, especially with food fasts, sometimes you just have to be smart and listen to your body. It's not that, well, if, if I'm going to do a 21-day fast and, I'm not gonna, then, and you say, I'm not going to eat anything for 21 days, and three days into it, you're you know, about ready to pass out. It, you know, God's not going to like, strike you down if you have a little bit to eat. It's not about following the rules just perfectly. It's about pressing into and, and doing as much as you can to, to follow after God. I remember there was a time uh, that I was doing a, a food fast and 
and I had, hadn't had anything to eat, and I knew I was kind of weak, but I, I was working through it. But I, I got up, and I walked into the kitchen, and I just fell over. Like, things kind of went dark, and I just fell on the ground, and I was like, mm, you know what? I think God will be okay if I don't kill myself. Um, I, you know, and so, I, I, so I, I had a little bit of crackers, a little bit of bread, and it kind of woke me back up. I felt good. And, and I kept going. In fact, you know what? I probably prayed more as I ate that meal because I felt so bad because legalism still gets me sometimes. I felt so bad that I, I was eating a little bit. I was like praying through the whole time and I was probably praying more than I actually did when I was fasting. So it all works out. But it's not about following these strict, perfect rules. It's about pressing in to Jesus. It's not about what I have to do. It's about what can I do to be closer to God. It's about depriving yourself of something to be revived in Jesus. And, you know, maybe when you get the urge to cheat a little bit from whatever it is from you're fasting from, just use it as an opportunity to remind you to pray, to remind you why you're doing it, to remember how weak you are and how much you're reliant on Jesus to sustain you. It'll put you in a place to see God better because you're not focused on yourself quite so much. So the challenge is to fast in some way, shape or form for the next 21 days. You can do food, you can do the calendars, you can make up your own thing. Maybe you do a combination. We're not gonna tell you how We're going to let God lead you that way, but we're just challenging you as we begin this new year to take a step. Take a step. Maybe it's a small step, and and you say, I'm just not going to drink pop for 21 days, or or maybe I'm not going to get on YouTube for 21 days, or maybe maybe this year you say, I'm going to really, you know, try to take a full step, and maybe I'll Maybe you shoot for 21 days of, of no food. Um, I, I don't know. I let God lead you in that. And, but we're just challenging you to take a step. And also to take a new step in prayer. Maybe not even for all year, just for 21 days. Take a, a new step in prayer. Do something that's out of the ordinary. Maybe for 21 days you wake up a half an hour early and you spend it in prayer for 21 days. Just try it. Take a step. In fact, you might find, though, that you like it and you might find that you're meeting God in a special way and you might find that you're connecting with God and it might just keep going through the rest of the year. But just pray about, how God, how can I take a step deeper, f- fuller, further, for 21 days. I know for me, I, I started back in October, I started coming in on Sunday mornings. I try to get here uh, by 5 a.m. so I can pray for two and a half, three hours, just, just to get myself like fully ready to get myself right. Um, and, and, and it's just been it's so good. Because by that point, by the time the worship team gets here and and service comes, I've already been with Jesus for a couple of hours at least. And I'm just, I'm so ready for church at that point. 
Um, and so, so, you know, I don't, I don't know, you know, what that looks like for you. But use the time that you're not doing what you would normally do and spend that time with God. There's nothing bad that can come from that. Pray, read your Bible. And as you find that life is less about you and you focus your life a little bit more on God, you'll find that your life will be a little bit more like him and a lot more about him. In Jeremiah 20, 13, God says, you'll seek me and you'll find me when you seek me with all of your heart. That you'll only find God to the extent that you seek him. So if, if you haven't been finding God in your life very much lately, how much have you been seeking him? And for those of, of you that have been Christians for a long time, what if, what if in the next 21 days, what if in the next year, you took a step to, to seek him in a, in a new way, to seek him harder and seek him more than you have in the past? What might you find this year if you seek him? Let these next few weeks be a time that you find God in a new, fresh, deeper way. Because as, as we step into what God has for us in 2020 as a people, as a church, it's going to take faith and devotion to him. And it's going to take a people that are hearing God. May that be who we are. May that be who you are. And today, to help challenge us to take the next step in our journey, are some people that are going to take the next step in their journey with Jesus as they get baptized. And when we see people stepping out in faith on their journey with Christ, we need to stand with them and celebrate with them. And so that's why we're going to celebrate baptism together. It's such a cool way to start the year. It reminds us that it's not supposed to to be about us, but it's supposed to be about what God told us we were supposed to be about, making disciples. Not making ourselves happy or comfortable or, or feeling good in a building, but being the church, making disciples that follow Jesus wherever Jesus is, wherever Jesus leads, whatever that means for our lives in the coming year, that we're gonna make disciples and we're gonna follow him. So for those couple of you that are being baptized this morning, thank you uh, for stepping out and reminding us that we need to step out too. We're really excited to celebrate with you, um, and we're going to do that here in just a second. The question for the rest of you today is how is, God, how is God calling you to take the next step in your faith journey in the area of prayer and fasting? and then take that step. Let's pray.